Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The lights are out. Sure, yes, so the lights go out. The game is over, and we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. He's back! And in his 11th NBA season out of Washington State University, number 11, Clay Thompson. Here's Clay Thompson with a catch down the lane, floats it up. It's good. There it is. Clay Thompson, welcome back. Welcome back indeed to Clay Thompson as he plays for the first time in 941 days, making his return tonight inside Chase Center. And we welcome you inside. It's Warriors wrap up with John Dickinson here on 95.7. The game as the Warriors victorious tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers as they get the job done. Uh, their 30th win of the season, 96-82, uh, the final in this one. Uh, 888-957-9570, John Dickinson with you here. And uh, just want to let everybody know uh, just how we're going to lay out the show tonight. We're going to hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, on on just what was a a tremendous night uh, here inside Chase Center. Just a special, special night with Clay Thompson making his return, playing for the first time since June the 13th of 2019. Uh, back in Game 6 of the 2019 NBA Finals, uh, that uh, game being the clincher for the Raptors over at Oracle. And uh, just uh, an emotional, uh, emotional, joyous, uh, I think there were some tears shed uh, inside this building tonight. Uh, and then Clay Thompson didn't disappoint uh, with just his unabashed nature by which he plays the game, in particular on the offensive end, uh, as you look at Clay Thompson in, in this basketball game tonight, seven for 18. He played four stretches uh, in this one, uh, a couple of four-minute stretches to begin and end the first half, uh, one of five stretch to bookend it in the first and the final stretch of the night. Uh, but he took that first play of the game, which uh, Steve Kerr joked, and we'll play it for you, wasn't even designed for him, just designed for him to to get his hands on the basketball and be able to keep it moving and, and just get in the flow. And Clay took it, 
drove it, put its head down, <laughs> looked to make something happen, and and wound up scoring on that uh, initial possession. Just uh, poetic, poetic stuff uh, right off the top. And then Clay was hunting shots like only Clay Thompson and, and maybe Stephen Curry can uh, in this ball game tonight. Uh, but he wound up uh, 17, the, the, the second high man for the Warriors in this one, as Stephen Curry ended up with 28. But Clay, 7 for 18, and uh, just uh, a, a joyful evening uh, inside Chase Center. A lot of different moments to get to. We'll hear from Clay himself when he meets with the media down in the Bill King interview room and uh, all of Clay's teammates that step up to the podium uh, tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll have all of that sound for you. But I do want to throw out the question just, just right off the top. Uh, just give me via text at 888-957-9570 or via the phone lines as far as shooting me a call. What was your favorite part of tonight? Because there were a lot of different aspects of the ball game tonight, whether it was just the anticipation and, and the warm-up and Clay Thompson coming out, and, and there was just a buzz in the building all afternoon leading up to this early Sunday tip-off uh, here at, at 5.30. Uh, the, the introductions with, with Clay Thompson being the last man to go, I think we all had believed that Clay would probably flip-flop with Steph, and, and Steph would give up his spot at least for a night uh, as the final man introduced. Uh, so Clay Thompson was the, the final man introduced. Was it was it that first play and Clay essentially breaking the play and and going for the the layup? Was it just Clay being unafraid to to fire the rock <laughs> in in true Clay Yolo kind of fashion? tonight uh, on the 18 attempts and the three of eight from three. I mean, he had 18 attempts, which was by far the second most attempts on the Warriors tonight uh, to Stephen Curry's 21. But Clay Thompson played half the time, essentially, in this ball game, 19 minutes and 55 seconds to, to Stephen Curry's 36. And so Clay just getting it in, uh, you know, five shots in the first four-minute stretch, four shots in the second four-minute stretch. He got four more up in that third quarter four-minute stretch, and then he played his, his longest stretch of this one, a six-minute and 58-second stretch uh, in the fourth quarter, and he wound up getting five shots up in, in that uh, stretch. The first three-pointer on his fourth three-point attempt, and then Clay got, got hot. Uh, had the big dunk, had a three, which led to a Cavaliers timeout uh, as the Warriors were putting uh, themselves out in front uh, and, and really putting themselves out in front for good in, in this one. Uh, the dunk stands out to me because he showed he still got the athleticism. And, hey, uh, the Achilles, the knee, all of that stuff is, is healed up, and he can put his head down and explode and lift and, and put it down on somebody. Uh, I think that that three where everybody was in the game that, that forced the, the Cavaliers timeout uh, in the third quarter was also a, a big moment. And, and he raced down the floor and he's screaming at the crowd and and, and the fans inside Chase are, are screaming his name. I, I thought those were a couple of the uh, I'm back kind of moments uh, for Clay Thompson. But maybe it's something subtle. Maybe it's a, a defensive play that he made. Maybe it's just uh, the joy of seeing Steph Curry and Clay Thompson back out there together. Uh, there was one uh, disappointing moment tonight for the Warriors uh, and something certainly to keep an eye on. Uh, and we'll hear more from Steve Kerr here just momentarily with respect to that. But uh, Draymond Green 
coming up with the calf twinge in the pregame warm-up, but wanted to be a part of the festivities. So the Warriors knew uh, an hour or so before tip-off that Draymond was not going to be able to go in this one. So they worked it out with the Cavaliers where Draymond would be on the court for the intros, be on the court for the opening tip, and then would take a foul and wind up uh, out of the basketball game due to this uh, calf issue. Uh, Something to continue to monitor. So uh, little bit of a bummer, although it did set up a cool moment at the beginning. I know there was the crowd not really understanding what was going on until the announcement was made uh, over the PA. Uh, but but to see those three introduced together, to see Steph and Clay back out there together, uh, a lot of cool moments uh, in this basketball game tonight. 888-957-9570 uh, as the Warriors also earn the 30th win of the year. And as we talked about on Warriors Live before the ball game. Perfect opportunity, uh, I think, for Golden State to get an infusion of of energy before they head out on the road and before they really get into the dog days that lead up uh, to the All-Star break. But uh, I mentioned it. We're not going to mess around tonight uh, with too much squawking from me. Once we have a coach or a player up to the podium, we're going to get that turned around. We're going to run a lot of that for you. Uh, But we definitely want to keep this thing as interactive as possible on the Sunday night. Uh, Warriors wrap up with John Dickinson here on 95.7 The Game. So line them up at 888-957-9570. We'll go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, following this one, uh, a special one indeed, tonight at Chase Center. Steve, what did you think of of Clay's night, how he handled the whole experience? Um, He wasn't shy, was he? Uh, (laughs) Not that we would ever expect Clay to be shy, but... um, I was amazed at his uh, his poise out there and his confidence. And you know, after being out for so long, um, I drew the first up play, the first play up, not for him, but for him to catch it and, and move it on. Um, I should have known better. Uh, <laughs> he just caught it and and drove and and scored. It was a phenomenal moment. And the, you know, the introductions, starting lineup, uh, amazing. Just hearing the crowd and. Uh, a beautiful night. Juan said at practice, he noticed maybe the past week, Clay has been a little quieter. What did you notice from Clay leading up to a, a very big game? He's always quiet. So it, it didn't seem that different, you know, but um, in the last few weeks, he's been in a great mood. He's been uh, all smiles and, and uh, really happy to be part of things. And then I, th- I think the last couple of days, he, it sort of hit him, you know, that the moment's actually here. But um, he did not seem phased one bit. Did the dunk surprise you? And uh, what did that tell you about where he, you know, mentally and physically is feeling right now? Yeah, the, the dunk did not surprise me. It was, I mean, it was great to see, but it didn't surprise me because uh, we've seen that, you know, in the scrimmages. And um, so he's, ahead, he's in great shape. And um, the biggest thing is just rhythm. I mean, we just you know, talked he, with uh, JB just about the unique experience. He, 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 got a lot of shots that uh, I think he'll make um, consistently that he didn't make tonight, uh, but he also made a bunch that, uh, you know, were tough shots um, and some big ones too. He hit the three, um, you know, I guess, uh, what was it? Mid third quarter that put us up 18, I think. Um, maybe, or uh, I can't remember exactly when it was, but. Uh, Early third. Yeah, it, it was, uh, that, that that shot felt really big. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just great to to see him and his movement and his flow. And uh, I think it, it's it's going to be interesting because 
the the adrenaline and the high from tonight will will come down eventually, um, and he's going to have to work his way through that, you know, over the next few games, and then continue to build up his endurance. But uh, it'll come. The rhythm and timing will come in time, but uh, it's not going to be smooth sailing. So uh, it's he he understands that. Hey, Steve, what was the scene like in the locker room after the game? Like, did anybody dump anything on his head or what were the emotions like? Uh, well, Cannon Curry presented him the game ball. So it was a nice, nice moment. Um, and uh, everybody was just obviously thrilled for, for Clay and thrilled to have him back. And uh, just, uh, but it felt, felt normal, you know, and it's, it's been a long time, uh, two and a half years, but, you know, I just, it seemed normal to, to see him there and, and uh, see him with his teammates. As a quick follow to that, he's obviously a man of few words a lot of times, but did he say anything in that locker room? Uh, no. <laughs> I was hoping to just get an update on Draymond. He obviously. Yeah, so it was kind of out of the blue. You know, he scrimmaged yesterday and felt fine and uh, was so excited to play. And then he went out for warmups, his pregame shoot. And he just felt a twinge in his calf, and um, there was no way we were going to risk playing him. Um, and and uh, he was devastated. Um, you know, he he's he's been looking forward to this as much as anybody. And uh, so we sort of, you know, hatched to this plan late. And uh, I called JB Bickerstaff. I think Bob uh, called Kobe Altman and explained what was going on. And um, and they were good with it. You know, we just, uh, Draymond wanted to be a part of the, the starting lineup. So um, it, it was good to, you know, to get him part of the festivities, And but it was tough to see him not be able to play. But um, hopefully this is a short-term thing and, and we got a lot of games left, obviously. Could you get tests on it? I'm sorry? Could you get tests on it? I don't know at this point, you know. Steve, uh, Clay, you know, the focus tonight is going to be the offensive end for most folks, but, but we know his defensive credentials. And I'm curious, even before tonight, what have you seen from him on that end of the floor? Is, is it tougher to get a real sense of exactly where he's at in terms of trying to be the guy he was uh, before? Yeah, it's tougher to, to uh, really get a feel at that end because, um, you know, a scrimmage doesn't um, really give you a good idea of where a guy is defensively. You got to see um, actual game action and, and, you know, him guarding NBA players. And I thought he looked solid tonight. You know, he looked good and, uh, did a good job and, um, you know, it'll be fun to watch the tape and, and really take a closer look at that. But, um, all in all, you know, great, great first night at both ends. Steve, was, was there anything that surprised you about Clay's return tonight after seeing him work his way back? Through? Just that first shot of the game, you know, um, like I said, I didn't, didn't draw it up that way. And, and, uh, but he saw the opening and he attacked and, uh, I was, I was actually sort of, you know, careful not to draw up uh, a play for him. I didn't, I just figured he'd be too amped up and, and this, I purposely didn't, you know, um, draw something up where he's, you know, looking to, to shoot a three or whatever. And, so um, he just saw the opening and he attacked and scored. So that, that surprised me. Did he, sorry, did he have any reaction in the huddle after that first basket or after the dunk? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I was busy. 
<laughs> Steve, uh, with Clay's return, what moments do you think you're going to remember the most years from now? Um, I think the starting lineups, the uh, the introduction, you know, with him coming out last and just uh, feeling the crowd, hearing the Chase Center crowd and uh, the, the, all the uh, adulation and respect and love for, for Clint. See if you guys took command in the third quarter. Obviously, you gave some of it back in the fourth quarter, but what was the key behind taking command in that third? Well, our defense was really good. We were defending without fouling, and um, that allowed us to get out in transition. And uh, you know, we got up 24. And I was a little disappointed with the way we ended the, the third. We didn't execute on a couple of possessions, and we, we let our guard down. And that bled into the fourth, and they they did a good job. That's a really good team, even with all the injuries they have. You know, they're one of the best defensive teams in the league, and and um, so we let them off the hook a little bit, um, but but they seized it and and got back in it and did, did a good job of um, you know fighting back. So uh, lots of good film to look at, lots of areas of improvement that are necessary. But uh, as I said, great to have. Uh, you know, more than half the season left to uh, to work on our on our game. Steve, it's, it's obviously only one game, but what did you learn about sort of new lineup combinations and how your not just your rotation, but how your team will be different now with Clayback? Not much, given that Draymond was out. Um, you know, it's, it, we're going to have to figure out combinations for sure and and uh, find rhythm with different groups, and that will be a process going forward. Kavon had, I think, 18 rebounds, I believe, career high. Um, how important was he tonight in this game against these two bigs? As important as he's been all year, you know, he's just been a rock for us. Uh, he's been so solid. Um, he's just, he just doesn't get much notoriety because he's not a flashy player, but he he sets sets our our screens for our guards. Uh, he anchors our defense with Draymond. Um, and he's an incredible rebounder. You know, he's he's um, he just controlled the glass tonight. Gave us a ton of second chance opportunities, and we didn't shoot the ball well tonight. But if uh, you know, if we play that way with the ball movement and and the rebounding uh, and keeping a team at 18 free throws, um, I really like our chances to uh, to 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 be a really good two way team. Um, I just thought the uh, the execution was really good for most of the night. Uh, but shots didn't go in. So uh, that's that'll change. Um, shots will start to go in for sure. Steve, if you could possibly explain it, why, why do you think fans are so connected to Clay? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's been here, you know, since the beginning. It's uh, He's homegrown. He's, uh, he's won three championships. He's provided some of the biggest thrills uh, for these fans over the last decade that they've ever experienced. And, and uh, he sort of feels like, you know, one of them, you know, they, everybody connects with him because he's just authentic. Uh, he's just clay. And uh, I think everybody appreciates that. And, you know, they see him with his dog or on his boat and, you know, there's just clay is clay and everybody, everybody loves that. Everybody loves it indeed, and uh, everybody got a taste of uh, good old number 11 back out there on the Chase Center hardwood and, and playing uh, inside Chase Center for the first time 
uh, incredible to think uh, at the 941 days that have passed uh, and Clay Thompson back and, and making an impact on this one. 17 points, uh, as Steve Kerr said, he wasn't shy uh, right off the jump, taking the first play that wasn't designed for him uh, in for a layup. Uh, and I, I'll tell you, he, he looked, because uh, at one point, uh, you know, I, I liked the, the third quarter, three for three start and then he missed his fourth shot and that that four minute stretch helped help the Warriors jump out to that lead but there was a point uh, there off of that three for three where all of a sudden he was six for 12 and I'm thinking boy he hasn't even really shot the ball that well but he's six for 12 and he's got 15 points at, at that point part of the game and I'm thinking well what happens when he does get in a little bit more of a rhythm and what happens when his legs do get back and and this team gets into a flow because I, I thought there really wasn't much flow to the game there wasn't much of a takeaway I agree with Steve Kerr as far as just the rotations and, and the different things there it, it looked like a team that was trying to just get through a big night right get clay as much many shots as he can hopefully Steph can, can shoot it a little bit better than he has of late and he did uh, at 11 for 21 and, and knocked down four three-pointers himself and, and he was looking good hitting his first four from three-point range and, and this one helping the Warriors get off to the lead uh, in the early part of the game good defensive first quarter they held uh, the, the Cavs scoreless for a for a lengthy stretch uh, about a four and a half minute stretch of, of that quarter but it, it felt like nothing was really in full rhythm tonight for the Warriors yet you look up in the third and they've got a big lead and Clay Thompson at that point was shooting 50 percent and had 15 points and really other than that Curry slot uh, at the beginning of the game, you didn't think the Warriors were playing all that well. I think that's a scary, 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 scary proposition uh, for the rest of the league as, as Clay Thompson uh, works his way back in. So we'll pause here, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson inside Chase Center, just taking your thoughts on this one. How did you think Clay looked offensively, defensively? You knew he was going to get his shots up. And uh, what was your favorite moment from the ball game? We've got a few to share via the text line as well uh, as it is. Warriors wrap up. Here on 95.7 The Game, Warriors beat the Cavs, 96-82. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thompson, the catch up top, has Allen as his defender, takes the big man to the right wing, crossover, goes right by him, down the lane for the dunk! He dunked it! Chase Center erupts in joy, witnessing the first dunk for Clay Thompson. Now back to Warriors wrap up on 95-7 the game. John Dickinson inside Chase Center. Warriors win on Clay Day, 96-82. And that was uh, what I deemed the, the first big I'm back moment for Clay Thompson during his second quarter stint. Put the Warriors up 46-37. Uh, and yeah, just a- attacking the basket and-, and getting to the rim, and I think showing that the legs are feeling pretty good at that point, and there's no lingering effects of the Achilles or the knee or anything at that point. Uh, and you know, just showing that explosiveness, ability to get around the defender, uh, some good, good stuff there. Uh, and Clay, uh, not bashful tonight. I thought uh, you know the three-point shot came and and went at different times. Three of eight overall. Uh, and I thought it was also interesting. You look at the Warriors, uh, a ten of forty-two for the Warriors from three-point range in this game. And tonight was a night where say what you want about the attempts that Clay Thompson took, but. They needed Clay Thompson to, to make a three of eight tonight because nobody else was really making shots from distance for the Warriors in this one. Uh, as Wiggins was 0 for 3 tonight, uh, Jordan Poole did knock down a couple, but it was a Iguodala 0 for 4, it was a Bielitsa 0 for 5, and it was a night where Otto Porter Jr., rare night for him, didn't make a three. So other players were cold tonight. Uh, and Steph more efficient from that range. But uh, those three-pointers the Warriors really needed in this one on a night where overall as a team, uh, they shot at just 23.8%, 10 for 42 from three-point range, uh, 40% overall. But uh, with the defense that they played tonight, in particular in the third quarter, they're able to have a uh, 2015-2016 type of a third quarter, and Clay Thompson was a big part of that with the three-for-three three stretch and the big three uh, from the corner that, that led to the Cavaliers' timeout, and everybody was dancing in the aisles inside Chase Center, and uh, the Warriors were at that point on tap to earn victory number 30 uh, to improve to 30-9 and nine on the season. 888-957-9570. couple of text messages via the Comcast Business text line talking about just favorite moments tonight. What did you think from Clay Thompson and how he looked overall? A uh, couple here to get to. Uh, the best part was the three off the screen in the fourth. Clay has the prettiest stroke uh, and that stroke isn't going anywhere. Appreciate the 203 for chiming in via the Comcast Business text line uh, 610. Also uh, adding that uh, this person loved seeing how excited Stephen Curry was to check back into the game to play with Clay Thompson. I, I think that that was something that that I noticed as well. Is that uh, it just there was just such a joy all all night from the bench and every move that Clay would make. Just the crowd you knew was going to be into it, but to see Clay Thompson's teammates just so into it for him after he had missed so much time. I mean, just dancing, flying off the bench on that dunk, uh, and and just 
just everybody this Warriors organization wanted to be a, a part of it. Uh, th- that third quarter, a uh, little flurry, a uh, little jumper uh, from the baseline, uh, and then he was able to, to hit over Markkanen and a little bit of an ISO, and then the transition three, the, the transition three to, to close out uh, when the Warriors were on the run. That, to me, along with the dunk, those were the two exclamation points on, on this night with the Warriors uh, in a big run, one of those just famous third-quarter flurries, and, and Clay is right there, uh, everybody on their feet, momentum of the game changing, a game that had been close, and all of a sudden, you know, right wing, boom, buries a three, 12-point game, and you know, timeout right there, and it felt like it was going to be a winning night to, for the Warriors. So a, a lot of vintage Clay Thompson, I think, mixed in with a lot of eh, Clay trying to work out the rust and, and the Warriors trying to allow Clay to work out the rust. All right, 888 We're going to hear from Steph Curry coming up here in, in just a few moments. Uh, we will also hear from Clay Thompson when he speaks to the media downstairs in the Bill King interview room. But uh, definitely a nod tonight needs to go to Kavon Looney, uh, 18 rebounds, nine offensive boards, nine defensive boards for Kavon Looney in this one. And uh, he was the first man up podium game tonight uh, for the Warriors starting center in Kavon Looney. Uh, And here's what uh, he had to say on uh, this special night inside Chase. Kind of the lasting clay image for you tonight. Uh, I don't remember that dunk. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, um, my whole time here when clay was – had perfect knees and the kids. I don't remember dunking like that. So for him to come back in his first game back to do a crossover and go dunk on the whole team is uh, pretty impressive. Does that tell you what he might be feeling mentally? I mean, you've come back from injuries before. Yeah. I mean, to be able to do that, does that tell you where his head is at, that he's confident in that? Uh, definitely. You know, like I said, uh, when I, we played with him during he, when he was rehabbing. Uh, he had 100% confidence in his body. He was out there moving around. He didn't look scared to do any certain type of movements. And I know from experience, that's kind of like the last thing that comes. And it, it took me a while for me to get over that that fear of just being able to trust your body. And he seemed like he already there. Uh, he's going out there not just to you know fit in, but out there to be an all-star type player. Kevon, can you take us inside the locker room a little bit? What was the vibe before the game and after the game? Uh, it was an excitement. Uh, we've been ex- since yesterday. Uh, from practice, uh, everybody's been excited to you know, get on the court and play with Clay. We knew the energy was going to be uh, amazing out there. And, uh, you know, the whole day was kind of, you know, like it was kind of a little bit like a nervous type feeling. You know, uh, you wanted to get to the game, got out there and play, uh, put on a show for the fans. And, uh, you know, uh, I think we handled it well. We, we wanted to get the win for him. And then we, we did was able to do that. When you look at the Cleveland team, you see the two bigs out there. Uh, what did you think your task was and how well do you think you did it? Uh, we knew it was going to be a, a difficult task. Uh, our coach coach challenges the last what, five or six games, we've been one of the worst rebounded teams after being really good the whole year. So we wanted to go up, come back and uh, establish that. Uh, and it was a good test going against a team that had a great base uh, that start and come off the bench, like Kevin Love. So I feel like we did a good job keeping them off the glass. We offensive rebounded really good. And uh, you know, I think we handled the, their, their size well. Kavana, you mentioned the dunk, but what about the first play of the game when he attacked the basket? What do you remember about just what the uh, reaction on the court was like? Uh, just uh, hearing the loud uh, scream uh, from the crowd when it, when it went in, you know, uh, you know, that was a tough bucket that he got. You know, Clay's been a tough shot maker his whole career, and that's for his, his first bucket was, was fitting. Uh, 
you know, a coach all told us the whole game, uh, even a couple weeks ago when we scrimmaged in today, that we don't need to, you know, kind of force Clay to get shots. He's going to find his, find his uh, shots and find his, his points. And, and he did that the whole night. Kevon, you obviously had 18 rebounds. Jordan had 14 points off the bench. I mean, as great as Steph and Clay are and Draymond, how much does this team, if it's going to fulfill its championship ambitions, how much is it going to take that kind of depth, that kind of complete sort of team effort? Uh, definitely going to take a, a, a complete team effort. You know, you know, we are, we got a pretty deep team, and certain nights is going to be my night. Some nights going to be uh, Belly's night. Uh, you know, Otto's going to have great games this game. Juan had great games. D. Lee. Especially with the way the NBA has been going and uh, the COVID and protocols, every guy's got to step up. And uh, we've been doing a great job of that. Um, Steve always tell guys to be ready. And, and this year, every guy, every time it was an opportunity for guys to show up, they did that. You you, you know, you're kind of the, the back line of the defense. Um, what do you think of how Clay looked defensively, really in the scrimmages leading up, but tonight, just how do you think he looks compared to what he used to be defensively? Uh, he's been looking pretty good. You know, he's been. Uh, you know, guarding different type of players, uh, you know, and practicing in the game today. Like today, he was matched up with a bigger forward and marking in. I think he did a, a pretty good job. And watching him guard guys like JP and practice guys who's pretty shifty, he's able to stay in front. Uh, you know, it's not going to come back all overnight, but like from the first glimpse, he's been doing pretty pretty good. We already have a pretty a good defense, and he's going to add to that. And, uh, you know, uh, he'll have bumps and ups and downs uh, with coming back. But I think tonight he showed what he can do, the versatility. Uh, you know, he got some tough block shots on – they caught a foul on him, but he got a block shot on Garland. He's able to guard small guards and bigger floors. So, you know, he just adds to that versatility of our defense. Kavon, we all know how emotional tonight was for Clay, but was tonight emotional for every single guy in the locker room? Uh, definitely. You know, we this has been a long time coming. We've been watching uh, Clay – uh, work really hard and uh no we wanted to be there for him and uh and it's been a like I said it's been a long time so everybody was pretty emotional everybody was it was really excited it's been a you know, up and down year and uh to see him come out tonight and put on a show like he did was uh, was amazing and everybody wanted to be part of it and uh we were really happy for him and uh you know, it's one of those moments that you always remember. Kevon you guys just picked up your 30th win you got Clay Thompson back. What are you feeling about the strength of this team to be a contender this season? Uh, we're feeling really, really good. You know, uh, we set a, a goal to, uh, you know, try to try to continue to be a championship level team. And uh, start a year, we've been we've been proving that we can uh, continue with those teams. You know, we still got a long season, uh, got a lot of things to clean up, and we still can get better. But you know, we're heading in the right direction. We have a lot of confidence in our team and and what we're able to do. And uh, we just got to keep building and, and keep building our good habits and. Let's see where it takes us. Kavon, what were you feeling during the the starting introductions and that when they called Clay's name and he's sitting on the bench? Like, what was going through your head? Uh, just just how crazy the moment was, just to hear how loud the crowd was. And I know how, how hard Clay has been working and how long he's been waiting for this moment and for him to do in front of the the, the, the Bay Area fans. And uh, it was just a special moment, you know. I got kind of, you know, I was – I was really excited to see him all come out and, you know, just the whole whole moment was special, something that I always remember. Did you get a little teary-eyed, choked up? Uh, I wouldn't say teary-eyed, but I was a little choked up. It was okay a, a moment did, that, though. you know, it's like watching a sad, uh, exciting movie and seeing your favorite player come out or seeing one of your, I don't know, like a box movie, seeing your guy get up off the ground. It's a, one of those moments that you always remember, you know. Uh, I'm glad I was able to sh share that moment with him. Yeah, Kevon Looney, one of the guys that's been around here, part of the the, the championship pedigree uh, for this team, helping the Warriors get to 
uh, titles and helping with along with Clay Thompson and getting to NBA Finals. And uh, so, yeah, Looney uh, making his impact felt in, in a quiet way in 30 minutes tonight. The bigs were obviously going to be a focus once the scene shifted from Clay to, all right, how do you beat this Cavs team that plays a number of different bigs uh, all at once? And, and Looney, uh, again, continues to hold his own and yeah nine offensive boards to go with the nine defensive rebounds and a, a positive impact on this one a plus 19 for Kavon Looney but uh, even Loon getting in there uh, with uh, some of the love as far as what's going on uh, with, with Clay Thompson uh, in this one so 888 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Uh, John Dickinson inside Chase Center as you listen to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ, FM, and HD1, San Francisco, and Odyssey Station, brought to you by DuckDuckGo, privacy simplified. Uh, we're going to hear from Clay Thompson coming up uh, in just a moment. Uh, but right now, let, let's go ahead and hear from, from Steph Curry as he met with reporters downstairs here inside Chase Center uh, to see the two Splash Brothers playing together for the first time in over two and a half years was uh, was a sight to see. Uh, here's here's number thirty uh, on this one tonight and all the festivities. Did that dunk surprise you? That clay dunk? It did. He's been talking about uh, just how he feels and what's going to be the last thing to come back, and that was the answer. And then it took him nine minutes, and he uh, he got down the lane and had confidence to go up and try it even and, and got it done so it was it was vicious it was amazing to watch and obviously the building was crazy all the way from start to finish so it was a great night Steph you gave up your uh, traditional spot as the last one called uh and starting lineup watching that and watching Clay sitting on the bench right there in the crowd what, what was that like for you to witness it was special it was just I me mean, set up for the love that um I know he's been waiting for and just that moment, hear the crowd, know that he's gone through so many highs and lows over the last two and a half years. And that was the moment that uh, he could celebrate, you know, that journey and just go go hoop. So it uh, it delivered, that moment delivered for sure. I got, I got goosebumps uh, on the other side of the court, just watching big smiles and all that. So... Uh, he's earned, deserved, and you know all that 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 welcome back to the court moment, and uh, that was special. Steph, the uh, the dunk is going to be the biggest basketball moment I think that people talk about. But I wonder on the other end of the floor, you know, you spent a lot of years just guarding that perimeter with him and, and seeing who he can be as a defender. What are you seeing on that end in terms of his ability to to get back to that level defensively? I know he wants to get back there where he's, you know, known as, like you said, as much for him putting the ball in the basket as he is as a defensive two-way guy. Um, and then he got a block tonight. He should have had two questionable call on the, on the first one. Um, and a lot of that's just his endurance and building that up over time where he can, you know, play for significant stretches and focus on both. But – I mean, he looks like he has a decent enough, you know, base and foundation tonight to to build off of the rest of the season, and then long term get back to um, that elevated, you know, all defensive team level. 
Steph, I know you described the emotions around uh, when his name was called during starting lineups, but I'm curious, was there a moment either pregame or postgame that really stood out to you between you and Clay? I mean, pregame, the shooting time, uh, our pregame warm-up, uh, before he got hurt, we didn't – I, I usually left the court by the time he was coming on, and I got to feel that energy when he, you know, got out there. The first, like, four shots he made, I thought – I had to catch myself because it felt like the game. Everybody was going nuts. I was like, he can shoot. Like, he, he ain't lost that ability. Uh, I know we haven't seen it in a while, so that was a cool moment. Just, again uh, – different energy, a different atmosphere out there, even in pregame shoot around 90 minutes for the game. So that was pretty cool. And then obviously everybody rocking the KT 11 jerseys from all different times throughout his career. Uh, pretty cool acknowledgement of all he's been through. Coming into the season, there was conversation, abstract conversation of what level adding Clay back will take this team to but getting off to 29 wins before he comes back and now seeing how he did in his first game, what level does that bring this team to now? It's hard to put in. I mean, we have championship aspirations. Like that's where we want to be, how that looks. We got to figure that out uh, with, with Clay back. It's one step towards becoming whole, a huge step. Um, and then wise eventually down the road, and uh, and then we kind of go from there. So it's just good confidence to know that you got to one milestone for Clay. That's just get him getting back on the floor and playing basketball and, and for the most part being there every night. And then we keep building. We have whatever, uh, I'm at 40, 51 games, 41 games. Can't do math. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, to figure out who we are, you know, one through 15, 17, and figure out what our rotations are looking like and what our uh, our chemistry is going to be like. And I like I like we're off to a good start on that. Hey, Steph, given the uh, the obvious history that you and Chloe have together with championships and shooting accolades, how would you put into perspective what it meant to you to be able to reunite in the backcourt and and what he has meant to you as a teammate over the years. We were laughing. I mean, it's, we were laughing because uh, he's been out for whatever, 900-something days. Last game he played, we were in the finals. I don't think he really felt what we on the court went through the year after when I got hurt in 15 and 55 or whatever, 15 and 50 we were. 50. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what it felt like. And then with this last year during the pandemic, um, you know, the playing game and all that type of stuff, like he's only seen the playoffs. So I think for him, it's a good confidence of coming back and we're hopefully back at that level that we're used to being. Um, and uh, and, and kind of go from there in terms of, you know, just what our, our high expectations are. and. You know, we have an amazingly talented group and very deep. So it's going to, like I said, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know we have the capability and opportunity to get there. And he is a huge part of that, obviously. So it's, um, it's exciting. Like it's kind of all coming together. You just want to stay in the moment and keep building. Um, 
because it's a special time right now. Steph, in, in what ways did you try your best to support him during his layoff, uh, you know, off, off the court? And want to see if you could also talk about that time in, in New York when you broke the record, why it was important to put his jersey in your locker. Honestly, I mean, it was hard. The, the first question was hard because you're balancing the day-to-day um, expectations of what it means for us to try to keep things going while he's out. You know how much of a grind it is to prepare for the season, you know, during the season, traveling, all that type of stuff. So it's hard when you're not physically together a lot. That first year was rough um, just because, you know, it's hard to do that remote. Like you could check in, you say what's up, but rehab is like, it's difficult and it's lonely and it's monotonous. And um, that's why tonight was so special because you recognize two years of that. It's it's crazy. So this year has been a little bit easier and better. Or sorry, last year was where he was around a lot more. Uh, he could be a part of, you know, our meetings, the road trips, that type of stuff. Uh, even a practice, like just being around that energy is good for him to stay motivated. And then, you know, this first part of this year, We've had more time on the court where you can kind of see the the juice is starting to flow um, as the timeline got shorter and shorter. So it's just about encouraging him when he's around, like picking him up, just bringing a good energy and uh, and just keeping a reel on like how impressive it is that, you know, he's he stuck with this, you know, two severe injuries and he's put himself in a position where his body's ready to, to go back out there and hoop. So um, it's a lot. 970 days is a lot. It's a long time. So um, I'm sure there's a lot of up and down, ups and downs for him. Steph, he's, he's... – I'm sorry. Oh, shooting the basketball is what we do. And, you know, the work that we've put in since he got here and, you know, the level of inspiration I think we both have for each other and the internal competition and all that helped me get to that point, you know, throughout my career. And uh, it was amazing to honor him, even though he wasn't there, to let him know, like, I'm not the shooter I am if I don't get to see Clay every single day do what he does. Because um, he keeps you sharp and you understand, like, if I want to shoot the ball the way I want to, there's another guy that can do it too. Hey, Steph, you, you said you have 43 games to figure out who you are. Who, who do you think this team is now with Clay, and how much of it? You also mentioned the depth. How much of this team's identity, and if you do make a championship run, how much of it is going to be because you go nine, ten, eleven deep? That's a, that we got to figure that out. I don't know how to put it into words, but it's you know it's going to be a lot of opportunity the rest of this regular season. And when you get closer to the playoffs, I'm sure the rotation will shrink a little bit, but you got to figure out what your you know, solid nine, ten are, but then understand like to win a playoff series, it could, you know, be that eleven to fifteen that somebody has to step up and and provide you know some different look or option or energy that we might need to win a series. So, um, you know, it's a with me, Clay, Draymond, Loon, who have been there before, Andre. We understand what it takes to to compete at that level. We understand what it means to prepare you know, down the stretch of a season, prepare for a series, all that type of stuff. Um, 
and then we have some young, young guys that are going to really be important for us to to get over that hump and who knows what it looks like but it's all the only thing that should matter for anybody is winning and being ready for your opportunity whatever that means Stephen, you talked about how clay has been an important part of your journey when did you first see that he could be what he eventually became I don't know, like the first moment, just kind of a gradual, just confidence building, you know, your confidence gradually builds over time where you understand like what we do, we don't really step on each other's toes, we complement each other. And that takes a while to, to truly like believe in, in, and whatnot. But like when you get to, um, I think that first playoff series against, or second playoff series against the, the second year we made the playoffs against the Clippers, that seven-game series, um, just the level that we had to play, you know, push that to seven. We lost, obviously, but him guarding CP most of that series. And it's the competitive will that we had, like, um, that set the stage for what the next, you know, five-year run looked like. And, and he was a huge part of that. So that, that jumped, for, you know, first out of my mind. But I, it's all – more games you played from the time he, you know, took over from Monte and, and just really came into his own. Like every game was another step and like we can do something special as a backcourt because we complement each other so well. 18 shots in 20 minutes. Is that that is so Clay Thompson and I freaking <laughs> love it. I was say more or less than you expected. Uh, it's, I think it was a little bit more. I didn't think it was a shot a minute. It was it hit the over but um the funny part is we had to coach had to mention it we had to mention it before the game like don't feel like you have to force feed him because he will find his shots and he uh he definitely did not disappoint on that front did steve said the first play was actually designed for him to pass it and he just didn't the whole story is he drew drew up a play to use clay as like kind of a decoy to take a little bit of pressure off. And there was a second option where I was supposed to come off a screen. And then he, as he was drawing it up, he didn't even get to finish writing up the play. And Clay was like, no, can we switch it to the other side? Cause that's his, he likes that way coming off of catch and shoot. And then coach like kind of stumbled. Cause he's like, no, there's another option at the end. Like you just oh, forget it. Just we're going to run it over here. If you get it, just shoot it. And he, uh, that's what happened. So. <laughs> It was it was perfect, and he drove and got the finish. It was it was a good moment to get that one off his shoulders. Yeah, I guess what the expectation is, um, and we'll see as we go. You know, on this road trip against you know Cleveland's a really good defense. Memphis is playing amazing. Uh, you know, we got Milwaukee, Chicago, Minnesota, so we'll figure out how different teams you know make their adjustments and all that. But um, for a guy to get up eighteen shots in nineteen minutes. And uh, <laughs> he has to either create that or, you know, he's going to get open looks because there's going to be attention elsewhere. And it's a great option to have, obviously. So I'm sure he'll uh, we'll both benefit in the long run. And a thoughtful Stephen Curry there following this game, uh, reacting uh, and explaining uh, some of the, the inside scoop is what was going on in that first play of the game where Clay Thompson wound up driving for a layup on the play that, that wasn't designed for him, but wound up in his hands. And 
And, uh, yeah, you heard Anthony Slater of The Athletic uh, say it to Steph, 18 shots in 20 minutes and, and the line of the night to Steph Curry. Uh, that's so Clay Thompson. And, no, indeed, uh, Clay getting it in. Hit four, essentially, five-minute stints or three four-minute stints and a seven-minute stint uh, in this one. Four shifts for Clay Thompson. He went 5-4-4-5 five, four, four, five, uh, in terms of field goal attempts. So it was balanced, and there were a lot of them uh, in his 20 minutes, 18 shots. Uh, in the 20 minutes, and, and the Warriors do beat the Cavaliers tonight. Uh, but, yeah, thoughtfulness from Steph uh, on Clay Thompson, just how special it was, the, the moment delivering, uh, and goosebumps. I think goosebumps for Steph Curry, goosebumps for uh, a lot of folks uh, as well uh, tonight uh, as the Warriors welcome Clay Thompson back after the uh, over 30-month hiatus as he uh, worked his way back so diligently from these injuries. All right, we're going to pause here again. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. If you want to react, give us your favorite Clay Thompson moment of the night. How did you think he looked uh, and uh, where the Warriors go from here? We're also, though, going to hear from Clay Thompson uh, after we pause here. Uh, The man of the night speaks, and we will play it for you in its entirety. Coming back, it's Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson here on 95.7 The Game. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Picks up the dribble, feeds Porter. Porter chased out there by Allen. Penetrates out to Clay. 4-3. Got it! And once again, a standing ovation at Chase Center for Clay Thompson. 12,000 career points now for Clay. Now back to Warriors Wrap Up on 95-7 The Game. One of two milestones for Clay Thompson tonight, the 12,000th career point, and he also knocked down his 1,800th career three-pointer, uh, just a part of his first action after missing 177 games over 941 days. Uh, two of those play-in tournament games, 17 points for Clay Thompson in his return, 7 of 18 shooting, three boards, one assist, and a block in just under 20 minutes on the floor, all contributing to a Warriors win in this lone home game uh, among this stretch where the Warriors just played a couple on the road. Now they're right back out on the road uh, in Memphis beginning on Tuesday before stops in Milwaukee, Chicago, and Minnesota. So Clay Thompson making his presence felt tonight. Uh, and Clay Thompson uh, meeting with the media here inside Chase Center uh, just a few moments ago. That wrapped up. So we want to make sure we play uh, the man of the night on Clay Day in the Bay. Uh, here's number 11 meeting with the media. Clay, you were, um, seemed committed to, to get that dunk. Just go, go, what was your mentality about and, and what took you to that level? Uh, I got the big on a switch, uh, Allen, and he reached, so I was able to get a lane. And um, it's funny because I didn't dunk the whole two months of scrimmaging, but when those lights are the brightest, I just felt bouncy, and it felt so good to throw that down. I did not expect that, and I'm very, uh, very pleased with my efforts tonight. You know, I, I missed a, I missed some shots I always make, but I'm just happy to be able to, I can, I can say that because I couldn't say that the last two years. So I can go back, rewatch the film, and. See, I'll be better for Memphis. Did you see the bigs coming when you went to the to the cup? No, I just saw the rim. And luckily for me, uh, I threw it down with authority. And that felt really good. I felt really good. Really good, guys. Does that help you, you know, mentally moving forward to get that? You know? Oh, yeah. No, I can still do that. No quite ain't just being able to get to my, my spots and rise up and shoot. It's only up from here. Take us through the, that team intro, sitting on the bench and then hearing your name called and just the reception that yeah. Chase gave you. Those are, uh, those are very special moments I'll never forget. I'll never forget that this night. Um, I'll never forget the reception the Warrior fans gave us, especially myself. And gosh, it was fun. And it was worth every single day of being away and in that squat rack or on that shuttle shuttle board. And all the conditioning days, it was worth every single moment. And I'm so grateful to just, just compete again. It's, uh, it's been a long road, but um, I'm just also proud of myself for persevering. And it was, uh, you know, a very special moment. I'll, I'll never forget. It was, I'm not gonna say equivalent to winning it's championship, but man, it was pretty freaking close because um, there were times in the past where you second guess yourself, you think you're going to be the same player or have the same explosion or whatever you want to, whatever term. And um, just to be able to go out there and shoot the, shoot the ball, play defense and compete. I mean, man, it was, it was special. 
you just said, you know, comparing yourself to who you were in the past. And a couple months ago, when you sat up here, you said, I don't want to come back as a shell of myself. So what was kind of the decision-making process to say, one, this is the day that you're going to come back. And then just how do you feel, you know, in yourself? Well, uh, the performance staff did such a great job of monitoring my conditioning, having me eating right. And uh, they weren't going to let me go out there and not be in shape and ready for an NBA game. So I give them a ton of credit. Rick, Kyle, Carl, Anthony, Danny, Science, Dave, everybody in that on that side who doesn't get the glamour that we or the, the glory that we do. They uh we had a lot, a lot of long days together. We had a long summer in this building together and I'm just so grateful for them. They uh, really steered me in the right direction to get to this point. What did you think when Steve didn't draw the first play for you to shoot? Well, I was so excited. I saw Lane in the basket that I just took took the opportunity, and it was a really tough floater. After that went in, I thought it was going to be one of those nights where I might be unconscious, but missed a few <laughs> shots after that. Might have been some jitters, and I'm just so happy right now. I did not shoot as well as I wanted to, but I'm just so happy I can even look at the stat sheet and see my name there and see the shot, my shot attempts, makes, all the st- stats again. And minus two, that's no good, but at least I'm here because the work it took to get here is – it was incredible. So I'm just very, very happy right now. Clay, can you take me through two moments? One, when you sprint out of that tunnel for your warm-ups, the crowd, like, roared and cheered for your first six shots that you made in warm-ups. What was that like? That was awesome. I mean, I love our Warrior fans. They, uh, I know they were – hurting for me the last two years and that was special I mean I knew it was gonna be electric tonight I've tried to visualize this moment for for years really and gosh it was worth every second and I just I'm just excited to kind of get out the way now and I can get back in the rhythm of things because the last two years was different with rehab and now like a computer I have to reprogram my approach to everything and that's a blessing. So I'm very thankful for that ovation and the love they showered me with tonight. And I will never forget that. And that second moment was when they announced your name last in the starting lineup and you're sitting there, you look like for a second, you were kind of soaking it in that roar. Mm-hmm. What that probably was like 941 days in the making. What, what was going through your head at that point? Uh, just a lot just, wow. I can't believe this is here. Like, wow. That's all I could really think is wow. And to hear the roar of the crowd and give a yell at the end of the, it's just, it was, it's just, that's all I was going through my head was, this is unbelievable. This is worth every second. Clay, uh, two for you, if, if I could. First, Draymond wasn't able to play tonight, but he wanted to be out on the floor for your first starting game in a while. What did that mean to you? So much. I mean, I can't wait to play a Dre again. He makes my life so much easier as far as hunting shots and playing defense. We've been at the mountaintop together. We've been through some crazy battles, and um, I love Draymond's competitiveness. And it just felt good to have the full, almost nearly full squad again. And I got such a history with Steph and Dre that it was uh, really cool just to sit there with those two before the game and soak it all in. And speaking of Steph, when you came off the 
or when you came off the floor, it looked like you were saying this is only the beginning. And Steph kind of said that as well, that there's no secret that the championship aspirations are there for this team. Now that you've been on the court, are you envisioning all of that in a different way than you were watching from the sidelines? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, now that I can actually feel the ball and feel myself, you know, making shots and cutting and defending, I, 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 I can, see in the future where I will be successful and how I can help this team win a championship. I know what it takes. So do the guys on this roster. And before I remember during media day, it was right down your goals for the season. Every single player said win a championship and just to have that unity. That'll take you so far. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to go home and watch the, watch the film and critique myself and see how I could do better. It's uh, it's been a long time coming. Clay, two questions for you. What were the emotions leading up to tonight? Like, did you sleep last night? What did you wake up feeling this morning? Like, walk us through just what this felt like. I actually slept very well. I took the boat to practice. And for anyone who has ever been a boater, boat days take it out of you. So (laughs) I was very happy to, I mean, it was such a beautiful day. Like, yesterday was incredible. It just at any time I'm able to do that and I'm on the ocean and I see Chase Center, it just kind of humbles me and makes you realize how blessed I am. So it was amazing to have a day like that. And even this morning, I try to stay away from the Internet, stay away from my phone. And just I got outside with Rocco. We went to the park and I was around a lot of my family and they take my mind off things. But. um, And then I looked during pregame, like during shooting, during warm ups. I'm looking around. Nobody else is nervous. Not even Moses. None, none of the rookies. So I'm like, I don't need to be. If these guys aren't nervous, there's no need. I, there's no need for me to be nervous. So that helped me a lot because these guys look calm and cool, collected, like they've done this before, and that that helped a lot. And then now that you've arrived at this moment, um, you've alluded to this. Some of the guys have alluded to this. Just those dark days. Like, were there times when you didn't think that you'd get to where you are right now? Yeah, that's completely natural. It's just when you tear a ligament or ACL or it just takes so much time to build up that muscle again. And um, then you have the thoughts like, will I have the same pop? Will I have the same responsive reflexes? And I feel like myself and it just took a few minutes of jitters and gosh, I feel it just felt good to play. It's just something I really, really love to do is play basketball. I've loved since I was a little kid. Hey, Clay, uh, given your guys' history together with, you know, three titles and different shooting accolades, you know, with Steph, what did it mean to you to share the backcourt again with him? And how do you put in perspective what he's meant to you as a teammate overall? Oh, he's been an incredible role model for me, uh, even better leader. And uh, we've had such a great history together as far as just, you know, playing for championships or for USA team and just growing our friendship. And um, it felt like it felt natural again. I mean, Steph is uh, one of the best to ever play, and um, it's just an honor to be his two guard. I mean, obviously, it's been tough two and a half years not being on the court itself. But how did you stomach just not being able to be a part of Steph's moments when he broke Reggie's and raised shooting records? He, Steph knows how hard I work. And I was in, when he was doing that, I was supporting from Santa Cruz. I was competing against our G League team, and they were getting, getting me ready for this, this night, tonight. And 
I was there in spirit. He knows that. He knows. He knows I had things to do. So, although although it was tough having to watch, but I knew I had to get right so I could be prepared to help this team win a chip. Clay, I don't know if you have another Kaiser commercial in the making, but what what do you think people can learn from your story? Um, you know, sometimes even the you know great athletes get knocked down and. Sometimes things are just out of your control and uh, you just got to, you know, gosh, I don't, I don't know. Just there's always light at the end of the tunnel. That's what I learned. And take things one day at a time because, you know, I really look forward to this moment, but I didn't skip any steps. And maybe in the first, during the first rehab, I was over eager. I was probably playing too soon and, and no one's self-made. I had a lot, a lot of help, a lot of help. So just to lean on your loved ones and just lean on those who care about you most. And the tough, tough times don't last, tough people do. That's what I really learned. Clay, uh, a lot of focus tonight on the dunk and on you shooting like you do, uh, but we know how you feel about the defensive end. We know what you've done for so many years. Where are you at? there uh you know do you feel like you're close to who you want to be is it going to take a while how do you assess yourself i mean well seven for 18 isn't too good you know i had a couple really good looks it just was no i'm saying defensively play i felt great defensively i mean i thought i could have had two box night one might have been a bad call but that's basketball again so i gotta accept those moments and i felt really good i felt great defensively i felt strong and I'm excited for the challenges ahead, guarding the best guys in the league again. Um, Clay, you know, we talked about, uh, Om talked about crowd noise and uh, whenever you're in the game and, you know, we saw what happened at Oracle when you went out and then, you know, now, how would you describe your relationship with this region? And why do you think that you get, you know, such adulation from when you, when you do come out? Uh, Well, I mean, just being here since 2011, before all the great, success um and being a part of that you know um i think that's uh bay area people are very loyal so they're loyal to their players they're loyal to their teams and luckily for me i've only been in one uniform my whole career that's so rare in pro sports and the warrior fans feel that you know um and um i love them for it we've been through the highest of highs and lowest of lows whether it's Losing in the game seven of a champion of a record setting season or winning three championships. Uh, we've done everything together, whether that's celebrate or hurt from the losses. So um, they feel for me and I feel for them. Uh, Clay, welcome back, man. Um, Malika touched on it, um, asking about Draymond, but. You know, that was a bit of a sacrifice for Draymond as well. With going in there, zero points, zero rebounds, like yeah. stats are dropping, you know, because of that. What do you think that just says about, you know, mo- a, lot, a lot of players aren't yeah. doing that. What does it say about you guys' relationship? I mean, I think Draymond only cares about one thing, and that's winning. And he does things that don't show up in the box score. And I think real basketball heads know that. Um Draymond is a winner. He has been at every level. And 
very selfless as a teammate and it just felt right to have him out there for even a second. I appreciate him and um, I can't wait to compete with him again. He's such a great cerebral player. Only able to get up 18 shots tonight? Yeah, I was 18 shots in 20 minutes. I mean, nothing's really changed. <laughs> Clay getting off his line of the night there at the very end. Nothing really changed indeed uh, with the 18 shots in the 20 minutes. Uh, thought it was interesting. He, he did say he felt pretty good defensively. That's going to be what everybody's going to be keeping an eye on. I know notoriously offensively throughout his career, he's been uh, somewhat of a slow starter, and it's going to take some time for everybody to get in a rhythm on that end. But if, if he has the ability to defend at, at anywhere close to the level that, that he was defending at previously, uh, that's just going to be a, a, a tremendous asset uh, in and of its own right for, for this Warriors team. But, uh, yeah, a lot to chew on there for Clay Thompson. Just so good to hear him uh, back in the press conference. And uh, I'll, I'll guarantee you that's probably the longest press conference Clay Thompson's going to have this season. Uh, a little over 14 minutes of Clay. Uh, that that's about six games worth. I'll just tell you from being in a lot of them. That's about that's about six games worth of of Clay Thompson press conferences. Anytime you can have uh, fourteen minutes, but tonight uh, you knew it was going to be a night where he was up uh, at the podium and and just talking about one of the, as he put it, special moments that he will never forget. January the ninth of two thousand and twenty two, and the first time he hit the floor uh, in this Warriors uniform in 941 days. Uh, I think I've got a new favorite moment uh, of the night to, to add to the, this whole thing, and that would be uh, Clay Thompson thinking he was going to be unconscious after he makes the driving layup to open the game on a play that, as we heard from Stephen Curry earlier, he switched, wasn't designed for him, uh, essentially designed by Steve Kerr for Clay to be a decoy on the play, but Clay says, no, 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 I want to change that play so I can get the ball over here. Then he gets the ball where he's in position to be able to to make a drive, and, and really there's nothing uh, or a few things in sports like the connection that the, the Warriors fan base has with this team. Uh, after all the years, uh, such a loyal fan base having you know teams that, that really struggled to now uh, having Steph and Clay and Draymond and and all of the ups and downs and and just the wild ride that this last decade or so has been uh, for the Warriors and the connection that they have, uh, whether it's to Oakland or San Francisco, the entire Bay Area, Warrior fans uh, all over the world, uh, just it's a special special bond that that this fan base has with these players and uh, as clay said it and i thought he said it very well uh he he could feel that the warrior fan base was hurting for him as he went through the lengthy rehab off the knee which was going to wind up being about 18 months in its own right and then right before he's about to come back right when he's got the light at the end of the tunnel and he's getting ready to head to training camp uh, and the uh, shortened season of, of last year, he winds up going down with the Achilles uh, on that on that draft night uh, and ends up having to go through the whole process again for another full calendar year plus nearly two more months. I mean, we're talking about what amounts to five days shy of 31 months. Five days shy of two years and seven months.
for Clay Thompson uh, away from the game. And uh, Clay, I, I, always the, the optimist, uh, I think, uh, and speaking to that uh, in the postgame press conference, always light uh, at the end of the tunnel. And I think that that's the real truth to just why there is such a connection between Clay, why Clay is so likable, why Clay is so appreciated. It's the demeanor. It's the it's the all in loves hoop, but it's also I I love my dog and I love the beach and I love my boat and uh, I I think it's all of that. He he he's just a a liver of life uh, at the highest level, and I think there's just a coolness, a low key, a calm, but then also a competitive assassin on the back end uh, as well, that it's just the perfect, it's the perfect combination for likability. And, you know, I've spoke to this at different times over the years, the blend of the three personalities of Steph and Clay and Draymond, uh, forget about their basketball skill sets, which complement each other so perfectly, but, but the blend of the personalities, I think, is as big a part of why this team is so beloved as anything, uh, you know, Steph with the with the childlike enthusiasm and joy, but then a killer on the floor, and uh, you know, somebody that hears everything that's said about him and can't wait to make his opponents or make the critics pay. You've got that that personality, and then you've got Draymond Green, who's just you know, Draymond is the the heart and soul. And he can run a little hot, and and he's you know that the guy that that is always doing things for the right reason, but may let his emotions get the best of him. But man, you want him on your side as opposed to uh, if you're having to go against him. And then you've got just the laid back, super cool, nothing bothers him. Yeah, I'll, I'll get my shots. You don't even have to run a play for me. Uh, mentality of just loving and living life of Clay Thompson, and I think that's that's really the the unique part of of just what these three guys have meant uh, to each other uh, and, and what they've been able to, to bring to the table uh, over the time that they've been together and all of the championships and all of the finals runs. And it's remarkable when you think just about the full circle nature of where the Warriors were when Clay Thompson went down on that night in June of 2019 on the 13th and game six of the finals and the final night over at Oracle and how they were at the top of the mountain that night and, and the Raptors did win the title but then the Warriors slip all the way down uh, they, they, you know they slip all the way down to the bottom of the league and now in the time that Clay Thompson was out they went from the top all the way down to the bottom and you look at them right now they're they're basically exactly in the in the same position that they were in on the night that Clay Thompson went down. Uh, they're right there. Uh, you look up at the standings, and, and it, it's them, and it's the Phoenix Suns. And with the Warriors win tonight, uh, and, and the Suns uh, taking an L, the Warriors are right back there at, at 30-9. and nine. Uh, and, and you look at the standings, and, and the Warriors uh, at 30-9, and nine, and the Warriors uh, – with the two out of three and the head-to-heads, uh, 
this season and the win a couple of weeks ago on Christmas in Phoenix. So the Warriors currently have the tiebreaker in, in the three matchups. And so the Warriors right now uh, find themselves uh, via that tiebreaker right back uh, on top of uh, the Western Conference and with the best record in the NBA and, and with the belief that uh, they're going to continue to to get Clay Thompson more acclimated. I, I didn't think anything looked really in sync tonight, and I think it, it had to be a blow uh, for, for Draymond to go out so close to, to before the game. And, and, yeah, you talk about the selfless nature of, of Draymond Green taking that hit on his averages uh, by by playing the, the seven seconds and subbing out, but wanting to be a part of the intros and wanting to be a part of the opening tip before taking that foul uh, on the calf injury. So still something to look forward to as, as well, uh, I think, moving forward here. Uh, those three playing together uh, in a meaningful way, hopefully that's going to be on Tuesday when the Warriors begin the, the four-game road trip uh, in Memphis. And this is going to be a fun week for the Warriors uh, as you look at a Memphis team that split a couple of games inside this building at Chase Center going back to uh, October and, and right before the Christmas holiday. And now we'll see how that looks as they head uh, to the old grindhouse in Memphis and then Milwaukee. What's that going to look like uh, for the Warriors uh, and the Bucks as those two teams uh, face off? And then Chicago. Uh, the Chicago Bulls have been playing uh, as well as anybody uh, as they are 26-11. and 11, and, and right now they're currently leading uh, the Eastern Conference and just a couple of games off the best record uh, of the Warriors and the Suns as far as the, the teams in the Western Conference. So uh, th- that's a team that, that's playing very well, 9-1 and one in their last 10 and, and had a long winning streak snapped uh, in, in their last ball game. So uh, that's going to be a test. And, uh, and then you close out the trip a week from tonight to, in Minnesota. How will the Warriors handle uh, Clay Thompson and, and the progression of minutes? That's something else to, to keep an eye on. Uh, with the, the 20 minutes tonight, I think that the template will start to get inched out a little bit from what we saw in this one uh, with you know, four or five-minute bursts and Steve Kerr starting him in the first quarter, starting him in the third quarter, and then trying to, to save minutes to, to close the first half, and then we'll have to see how the game plays out. He, he got him in there a little bit earlier and for a little bit of a longer run in that fourth quarter, and uh, that was, I think, in part because the Warriors – uh, I think they thought they had the game in hand up 24, and then uh, the Cavs were able to get it uh, all the way down to uh, that 10-point that range uh, before the Warriors were able to, to put a finish on it. But uh, how will the Warriors handle the minutes as they slowly increase? How will the Warriors handle uh, the back-to-back? Because the, the two premier games of that trip are Milwaukee and Chicago, Uh you could make the case the Memphis game is, is more important if you're looking at the standings and the Grizzlies won in L.A. tonight. They have won nine straight now. The Grizzlies have won nine consecutive games, 28-14, uh, and 14, and uh, all the way right there into the conversation now with Utah and Phoenix. And, man, they're, they're playing exceptional basketball right now. So that's going to be a fun game, and this is really going to be a fun trip. And then the, the Timberwolves, believe it or not, They've won four in a row. Uh, so some teams that are playing quality basketball right now, believe it or not, in the Western Conference, the Timberwolves are among them. The Mavs have won six in a row. Uh, we saw them ha- hand it to the Warriors uh, a few nights ago. Memphis has won nine in a row. Uh, the Suns 
uh, are, are at 30 and nine, and, and Utah's dropped a couple in a row after they had a, a double-digit winning streak. So uh, the, the Warriors are going to have their hands full, and, and the Western Conference and, and teams are, are starting to separate themselves. And I, I think this trip is going to be fun. How the Warriors manage Clay's minutes game to game, and with the back to back, is going to be fun. And and how quickly. Yes, do we figure out where Clay Thompson is and, and, and how much can he grow from where he was tonight? That's one part of the equation. But how much can this team grow collectively, I think, is a big part of the equation uh, as we as we look toward toward this trip and, and the weeks to come. And, and will things get uh, and look more fluid? I know Steve Kerr talking about nothing really with the rotation and Draymond going out. I, you know, ultimately, I think those nine guys that that we've talked so much about—Steph uh, and Clay and Wiggins and 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 Draymond and and Kevon Looney are going to play, and Poole and Porter are going to play with with Iguodala uh, and Gary Payton the uh, second. But will it look a little bit more fluid? Will Clay Thompson get to a point where where you can carve out roles? I don't I don't feel like there was any of that tonight, uh, and and Draymond's uh, injury uh, in the pregame warmup. Uh, coupled with the fact that uh, I, I think they were just, you know, Clay Thompson's inability to only play more than four or five minute stretches, it's hard to have your rotation get into to much of a flow off of that. So, uh, how quickly all of that comes together, and do the Warriors have to pay a little bit of a price for maybe not being as connected as they face? this group of teams coming up here on this trip that, that if the Warriors are out of sorts and out of sync and don't play well, uh, they can they can beat the Warriors and put themselves in a position where they're going to have to win some games down the stretch and, and make up for it if they're going to continue to be at the top of, of the Western Conference uh, at the end of the year for, for playoff seeding purposes. But uh, the beauty of this thing for the Warriors now is pretty simple. It's the fact that they're 39 games into this thing and that means you got 43 games to go, and you got 43 games to go to start building toward how good or great can it look. Because there were times tonight where Clay Thompson, the dunk, a uh, couple of defensive possessions, the, the transition three, uh, th- there were a couple of times tonight where it looked pretty scary. <laughs> it looked pretty scary uh, as far as, wow, if Clay Thompson can can – could be bringing this uh, a little bit more consistently. And you heard Clay say, hey, I miss shots that I normally make. I think that's really, 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 really scary uh, for the rest of uh, the NBA uh, as this thing uh, continues to be dialed. Final couple of uh, just notes here before we call it a night. Warriors 18-3 uh, and three at home, league's best home record, six of the last seven in the win column for the Dubs at Chase Center. Uh, Warriors and Suns tied for the best record in the NBA, the only teams with 30 wins. We talked about the Warriors now ahead of Phoenix again via the tiebreaker uh, in the Western Conference. Warriors also uh, more dominance over the Cavs uh, as they've won 10 straight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, and they sweep the season series this year. Uh, and Golden State uh, improved now to 1-5. and five. Uh, This was the first time this season that the Warriors had won a game where they failed to score 100 points. They had been 0-4 uh, in those games. But the defense 
doing the job tonight. 16 steals. They hold the Cavs to 82 and the 14-point third quarter. Uh, that wound up being a major part of the answer for the dubs in this one. All right, that's going to do it for me. Uh, appreciate uh, the help of everybody in our San Francisco studios. A lot of folks doing a lot of hard work to get uh, all the sound turned around and all the highlights and everything coordinated uh, on a busy, busy day, not only with the Warriors, but uh, everything going on uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. So appreciate uh, everybody working in our San Francisco studios uh, tonight. Um, and, and everybody out here uh, putting on uh, the show uh, for the Warriors and, and, and just a lot of people covering the press conference and just a, a busy, long day and evening. So big thanks to everybody. Uh, that'll do it for me. Uh, Warriors back in action on Tuesday from Memphis. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow night with Whitey Gleason. Uh, as uh, we're going to be on tomorrow night uh, from 7 to 10, uh, filling in for Matt Kolsky. So uh, keep it locked here for that. And uh, keep it locked to 95-7 the game tomorrow. Going to be a busy day of Warriors and Clay Thompson reaction in addition to the NFL playoffs. So uh, from Chase Center, John Dickinson on Clay Day as the Dubs beat the Cavs 96-82. to And you heard it all right here, 95-7 the game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.